Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to SSG Speaks, the podcast that takes you inside the walls of Camelot. Meet the knights that made sword and shield gaming what it is. So pour yourself a flask of your favorite mead and join us for an inside look at the fine folks that sit at the round table. Welcome to SSG Speaks. This is going to be episode number six, and we are speaking with the Electro Bunny, better known as his uh, <laughs> handle Volt Rabbit. And I gotta say, the first question I want to ask is, where did Volt Rabbit as a handle come from? Because I don't think I know this story. Well, um, it is a um, a name uh, swirled in uh, mystery and lore, like fam- family history. Um, yeah, uh, there's uh, you know it's some of it is you know quite uh, salacious. No, actually, um, where it came from was uh, I did some work for a company called VNC, uh, VMC, uh, uh, Victor, Mike, Charlie, um, and uh, they were uh, partnered with a company called Volt, and together they uh, hired people to do quality assurance testing for. Uh, the original Xbox console, and uh, I got to work on some pretty cool titles, and nice. um, some of it was glorious, some of it was not so much. Um, I had to spend a week testing uh, Barbie's horse ride once. Uh, Ooh, that's John's favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, people be jealous. <clears throat> uh, I did dodge a bullet, though. I, I managed to not get stuck on the team that was uh testing it for a month straight and those poor souls um that's brutal oh man yeah now the title i worked on wasn't much better it was a a he-man title and it was it was pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i could see there being an issue there as well (laughs) but uh, but i'll tell you what i mean i i uh really appreciated it compared to riding around a, a you know a featureless you know, world on a horse with a Barbie character. It was, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> did you though? <laughs> I mean, it did have a good achievements though. That's what I. That's I think how it became so memorable at least. Yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah. But anyway, um, so one of the things that you do as a tester is, um, in 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 games, is you uh, you you may end up trying to see how quickly you can run through the game to see if it's. I don't know what the purpose of the test is really entirely in every case, but uh, anyway, I love just trying to uh, rabbit through a game, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know, and more, more, more these days, you know, it's it's better known as speed running, but um, yeah, it was good times, and uh, man, speed running uh, Halo uh, back in the day was 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 a good was a good time. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Prince of Persia was another one of my favorites that I had to speed run. Uh, anyway, from so, NES or from what console was that on? Uh, uh, that was the uh, that was Xbox. Okay, like yeah. so the remake because I think the original one was on NES, I believe. That's correct. Yes, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but on the Xbox console, the original Xbox console, the uh, the the 180 is is that what we still call it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is the next one going to be Xbox Two? I'm I'm confused. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, it was good times, and so uh, from there I got Volt Rabbit. You know, I worked for Volt. And I did rabbit testing on video games. It was it was good times. Yeah. That's uh, actually a really cool story. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah, so yeah, that's where it came from. But uh, I googled it once, and some very interesting results came up. So uh, you know, 
<laughs> well, now I'm curious. <laughs> I, I won't include that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Anyway, um, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> that's where Bolt Rabbit comes from. Have you ever changed your gamer tag, or has it always been been it? Then I mean, it sounds like it started with the with the Xbox testing and all that kind of stuff. Did you have something else before then? Actually, um, yes. Before that, there was a gamer tag. I mean, it was still Xbox, but um, it was. Sorry, I just googled Volt Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. go on. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So. Sorry, what were you saying? I don't remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the gamer tag before that was uh, was bad, Jacob. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a joke, and you know, in this uh, household, a uh, bunch of me and my friends lived together, and and we do and we uh, do silly, mischievous things. And uh, when I'd get up to my shenanigans, sometimes some of my roommates would yell something like, "No, no, bad, Jacob." You know, <laughs> trying to get me to stop whatever I was doing, but it never worked. Um, but of course, yeah. So, uh, and we were actually we we were a very Halo centric household. We, um, you know, would have take our consoles and uh, you know take fifty you know foot long uh, LAN cables and routers and network through the house, and we have duct tape running up the side of the wall and across the ceiling. Oh and... man. Those were the best nights. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, no, this was like permanent, semi-permanent. Oh, this was a permanent installation? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's so, Even better. it's so that we could play um, multiplayer Halo in our own separate rooms and then the living room, you know, separately. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we uh, so think of it as the, uh, the earliest, you know, form of Xbox Live. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, you know. We'll call it what it is. It's a land party, but yeah, but a permanent, permanent land, party. permanent land party. Yeah. Well, it had duct tape, it. so that's how you know it was permanent. Yeah, <laughs> that's a rumor. <laughs> yeah. So, before you came to SSG, well, actually, let's start. Um, how did you come across SSG? How did you end up here? Ah, well, let's I see here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was started with me and Jay. Actually, uh, I was, uh, you know. Uh, old uh tied the leader member and um you know real life had kind of taken me away from gaming so i'd stepped away from ttl and you know but i still you know lurked on and uh maintained those gaming relationships and uh friendships and stuff that i had built there um and uh then when j-man came around and um, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, be, you know, starting to be able to game a bit more. You know, there's a, a little period of relief in there where real life was giving me a break. And and uh, J-Man was like, oh, hey, you know, it's like I've got this idea. I've been wanting to do something, you know, like this for a long time. And I'm like, well, that sounds right in line with what, you know, I like in a gaming community. And I'm ready to be a member of one again. And so... Off we went and uh, <laughs> arose the Castle Camelot. Ah, yes. A place many call home. <laughs> yeah, I think he was one of the one of the few, one, like the first like kind of founding member 
that was not one of like the original like Overlord staff. Correct. Oh, okay. Okay. So are you also the only XTTL that we have on SSG? I don't think so. I think we might have a couple Emirati. Do we really? Okay. Um, not not current. Not that okay. I can think off the top of my head, but we have had a few TTLers in the past. Let's um, see here. Now, I know Kaz was part of BSG, right? No, he was part of... Uh, no, he was Geezer's. Yeah. Well, he's so yeah. old, he, you know... I don't, I don't, think, I don't think BSG He was part of Geezer's back then. Uh, let's see here. Was it not, not Code Monkey? Um, um, gosh, I can't... I know Gil. Um, Gil used to be TTL, so... We, we, that's uh, right. Call me Gil. That's yeah, who call it was. Me Gil that's was, who I was trying to was think a, of. Was a TTLer. Um, that's the only, only other person I can think of off the top of my head that... Uh, they used to be TTL, um, but we ha we have absorbed um, after they have fallen, or even a as they memberships were waning and stuff like that. People had had left other clans to kind of jump over to SSG just because some of the other clans were falling apart, or after they fell apart and they kind of like Volt decided they wanted a community again. You know, then they yeah. they kind of made that transition, and SSG found a good home for a lot of. Uh, you know, GGN wayward, wayward people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how does, how does SSG compare? I mean, obviously we love TTL. We're, we're big fans of them and a lot of friends, but ultimately why have you been part of SSG so long? Well, I'd say, uh, TTL and SSG have, you know, have the most important, uh, in, in element, uh, the environment really, um, that is, you know, <laughs> something that, you know, I, I need and want in my life, you know, so for TTL early on, you know, um, we had this, uh, mid world theme cowboy, um, you know, which came along with, you know, the, the, you know, you know, the chival, you know, chivalry code and, sure, and, sure. And SSG has that too, you know, and, and this is, and it takes more of the caricature, caricature of, uh, um, uh, you know, the Knights of Old and, and whatnot. And, you know, hey, that's, well, you know, that's good just stuff thrown it too. Out there, not to spoil it, <laughs> but they're of the same lineage. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. The Knights <laughs> of Eld, the Knights of Old, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yes, yes, uh, not to be missed there, and um, right. and so it's it's that same sense of uh, camaraderie and brotherhood and sisterhood, and uh, you know, and uh, yeah, um, I I missed it with TTL, and um, and thankfully I was able to find another community, you know, of the same cloth, you know, but also unique in of itself. Um, you know, there was a lot of really interesting personalities and and people that I got really close to in TTL. Um, but, uh, you know, there came a point where, yeah, a lot of people were, you know, also hitting these real life walls. And uh, mm -hmm. they just they just couldn't put the time that they used to put into uh, Midworld and and they gone their separate ways and whatnot. They fell away, and so kind of coming back around, you know, back when, you know, like I said, when I was kind of still lurking and hanging out in the community, still getting some games in. But, you know, when I started my activity, started coming back up, not all those people were there anymore, you know. And it's kind of a bummer, you know, because you, 
you know, some of those people never come back and you miss that, you know, you miss that camaraderie that, yeah, of course, you know, that level of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call it intimacy, but you get to know people really well, you know, and, and, uh, when you're in a game, you know, like Halo 2 or something like that, and, and you want to be victorious and you guys really know each other so well that you don't even have to talk, you're just communicating, you know, (laughs) you know, because, you know, through the game and in ways that, you know, just you never thought possible. Anyway, yeah, you really sync up with people and then you can lose it. And then uh, it's, it's really a special thing when you can find it again, just as good, if not better, you know. Uh, yeah. this, well, SSG has sure. been, you know, a family outside of my own family. And, um, yeah, geez. <laughs> Don't know what I've, uh, I've done these last many years without you guys, even... Uh, even in those times where I was very quiet and distant. Well, I, I think that the, the three of us, you know, we're, we're in that, that kind of allies for the win group. Cause even, even Volt, like you were saying, you were part of TTL, like you had come back and TTL much like us has a kind of like a reapplication process. If you're gone for a, a certain amount of time, um, you really can't just jump back in and say, Hey, I want to be a full member again. There's kind of a, there's a process to it. And yeah, and you had kind of come back and we had met you on the forums and knew that you were an emeritus gunslinger there. And you ended up jumping in with us, you know, in all of our halo shenanigans. Right. So that's oh, what, yeah. <laughs> when, when SSG started, like I, I felt like you were obviously a natural person to ask and, and want to join in um, at the, at the ground floor and you know, the rest of its history. But I think like you're saying, we, that group, we developed that, right. That, that communication where we're not even talking. We know who's going to drive, who's going to gun, who's going to get the flag. Um, you know, who likes what map, you know, like we, we just knew all those things, right. We, that was so cool that we could just interchange people even and not have to worry about, Oh no, that we got two new people. Who's going to be the gunner. Who's going to be the driver. Like, you you know, for the most part, those things were just, it it wasn't needed to be, you know, non-communicable. Like we just knew. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something magical just about knowing each other's strengths and stuff. Just nobody's uh, fighting over the sniper rifle. <laughs> no, the like nobody touches more. Jay's shotgun. <laughs> we all know who's the guy, who's the best with the shotgun. You know, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, Volt, how many uh, how many clan members have you actually gotten to meet in person? Uh, from SSG or TTL or from SSG? Mostly. SSG. Oh. Uh... Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sound like a lot. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank here. I want to say I've met some, um, Jetstream or is Jetstream SSG? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay, because oh, yeah. he was he was TTL, wasn't he before? No. No. He... No. 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 He wasn't. So met Jetstream, I think. Wow. Well, if you're gonna meet one, I'm that's going a good senile. One. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, no, um, sorry, uh, that question kind of just started digging up all kinds of crazy memories all at once. Sorry, I'm a little uh, overwhelmed <laughs> at the moment. Oh, you're good. Flash me back to a uh, an event, um, there's this get-together. Um, I was uh, working uh, downtown Seattle, and uh, some of my coworkers were getting with some of... Um, 
some, with uh, me and some people from TTL that were meeting at um, GameWorks in Seattle. And they ended up, um, you know, bringing some p other people that were in the clan that were also, um, you know, work for Microsoft and Bungie and stuff. And so um, I met uh, BS Angel from TTL there, um, TTL Kylie, Chris, TTL. Uh, oh, Kylie. Yeah. Um, huh. TTL uh, Crystal. Crystal. Mm -hmm. Crystal she, she was SSG at one point, yeah. Yes. Um and uh, I'm trying to remember who else was there. Um, the the guy in Microsoft that he's the one that designed Zanzibar. Um, I forget Ooh. his game. I forget his That's game. That's a great map. I love him. Yeah, he was awesome, <laughs> and he paid for a few drinks, including some afterburners, which are shots that include Tabasco sauce. That was fun. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a good night. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a hell of a night. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I got a, a a buddy that I don't know if I've brought him into any of our games. I'm pretty sure I have a, a time or two. Wanzi, um, I think uh, game the gamer tag I brought him was Longshot, um, DW Longshot or something. Anyway, he was there with us. He's a, he's one of those coworkers I mentioned that you know met up with me and and my friends and in there nice. and um yeah and then some years later i met code monkey and Jetstream and code monkey's wife um and they was actually pax or where was that at yeah they'd come into town for pax and they actually bust up into linwood which is a little just a bit north of uh seattle and um and they met up with me at a place called the rockwood fire pizza it's a local pizza joint. Mm. It's really good. They brew their own beer too. Um, it's actually really good pizza. I mean, if you're if you're a fan of pepperoni pizza, I mean, like it's it's a must-have. Super good stuff. <sighs> good music too. It's it's hard. Duly noted. Yeah, hard rock themed. Good classic rock. So, <clears throat> so are are you pretty? How how far are you from Microsoft and um, and Bungie and all those places up there? Uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Really, um, I'd say without traffic, I could probably be on campus in about 30 minutes oh nice wow have you been to the bungee campus um i have not been to the bungee studio campus actually i've been nearby it <laughs> <laughs> um many more than we can say yeah many times i wanted to go stop by there but um i never did quite make it in yeah that's one of my uh one of my goals for sure at some point to, to head up there and, and see bungee and get we'll kicked out to by make their giant bodyguard I did work in the same building as Enmos uh, Studios. Enmos um, that did, they did a uh, Terra online. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've also been inside the, uh, the 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 front hallway for a company called uh, Axion. Uh, Axion. The Some... Healthcare. No. Oh, Axion. It's a software. To, it's a software company that develops uh, stuff for law enforcement. Oh, yeah, you got me. Yeah. Anyway, their their entrance, they had like an extra $30,000 to throw around. So they built a, a, <laughs> a replica, like, it looks like a, like a, the doorway into a spaceship. It like, the doors like, you know, it's, it's all big hulking metal and it slides open and like fog machine spray and it's it's super dramatic and holy cow that's <laughs> rad like yeah, every it, time somebody walks in it does not look cheap it looks like something that could be straight out of like a movie you know so <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> damn that's really cool
so it sounds like, you know, you're, you're definitely not new to gaming. You've, you've been part of clans and all that kind of stuff before. What, what's your kind of your gaming heritage and, and your lineage? Like what, what was your first console and, and what got you into gaming when you started out? Wow. Um, so, you know, my, uh, imagination was captured with video gaming, you know, when, you know, as far back as the, uh, uh Atari, um, you know, I, I got to see things like those in the Sears magazines, you know, and, <laughs> you know, I was a little poor kid that grew up in the, in the boons, you know, I, I'm, uh, old enough and from an area that was far enough, you know, in the past that I know what it's like to have a party line in your neighborhood. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pick up your phone. You can see who in the neighborhood's on the phone talking, you know, listen in. Good stuff. <laughs> Hot gossip about uh, about the next door's neighbor's horse about to give birth. Yeah, it's so funny. That yeah, so like that. so I I grew up very low tech, um, and uh, but um, uh, early on in the eighties, about nineteen eighty five or so, I think I got my first Nintendo. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's when they came out. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, I think, well, I think it was maybe a year after 86 or so, because my buddy got it about a year before me. And it's funny because he was even more a uh, little home on the prairie than I was. Um, hmm. Yeah, like, like like the kids didn't go to school. They made their own clothes, the whole thing. But they got a Nintendo before I did. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they were... So would you move on to... Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to mention, too, it was really funny, too, because the gaming selection was uh, Ninja Gaiden and um, uh, Moses, Mo like <laughs> the Moses Bible Adventure <laughs> or something like that. Those don't seem related, but yeah. not at all. No, no. Um, it was it was an interesting contrast in their household. Um, I thought you were going to say Ninja Gaiden and Battletoads. I'm like, damn, the two hardest games out there. <laughs> oh, dude, I loved Battletoads. That was one of my oh, favorites. Yes. Who didn't? Oh, um, after that, you know, it was Sega. And then, you know, I okay. had the Sega Genesis and, you know, um, you know, uh, there's always going to be a piece of my heart with, uh, Sonic, and, you know, but, uh, beyond that, so you, you got a Nintendo first, but you have a soft spot for Sonic instead of Mario. Oh, you know, like I always got a soft spot for Mario, but, oh, okay. um, All right. <laughs> and I did have a Game Boy, um, actually. And I think, oh, there you go. Yeah, and uh, we got that for our, you know, our road trips to California. You know, we we did a lot of road trips to California, so that was really cool. And we got that. And Super Mario World is the coolest game ever. Oh, for sure, hundred percent agree. But uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, Nintendo, Game Boy, Sega Genesis. Uh, then, well down the road there, I got myself that uh, first PlayStation. And that was amazing. Okay. That was groundbreaking in so many different ways. Um, Final Fantasy VII, um, with the, you know, the FMVs is what they called them back then. You know, the yeah. Oh yeah, those yeah. movies were amazing. Yeah, and just, <laughs> I go back and watch That's them now, and you just and I just see, you know, uh, Cloud and all this polygonal glory rolling out on, oh, rolling out on that man, motorcycle. Oh man. Oh, but it's so good, though. It is. <laughs> it is. so good. It's, it's good in the worst way yeah. or bad in the best way. I don't know which. Yeah. They're, they're still working on a remake for that, right? 
It, it's out, actually. It just came out? Yeah, it's okay. been out for about a month, three weeks or something like that. So that was my question. I, I was going to ask you if you played it. So I guess you haven't. It's I haven't. On the, I... Uh, yeah, on the PS4. Yeah, I've been sleeping I, on I know that. you have one of those. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> been a little distracted. But um, yeah, that's great news, man. I'm excited. Now, well, you know what my next purchase is going to be. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to definitely go relive those battles, uh, you know, fighting uh, the Emerald uh, monster and the red and the ruby monster. <laughs> so what systems do you have these days? Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, somehow I've slowly but surely managed to be the, you know, the the gamer that I wanted to, to be. I have all kinds of consoles and stuff, so... Um, right now I have two Xbox Ones. Uh, one of them is an Xbox One S. One of them is the uh, the chunkier model. Um, still have an Xbox 360. Um, we also have a Switch, and of course I have my PS4. It's just a standard model PS4, nothing fancy. Um, be nice to step up to some of those higher and more high performance models. Um, yeah, just wait for the PS5. Yeah, then I. Uh, got a couple of gaming PCs. Um, one of them's an aged higher-end one. The other ones are Frankenstein and and perform remarkably well for what I've thrown at them. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they've kept my kids happy. Um, yeah, unfortunately, my big Mac tower died. No, oh, that sucks. Oh, Those are expensive. Oh, dude, this thing was like a uh, this thing at full retail value, original retail value, was between four and five k. Thirty two yep. gigs of RAM, DDR three, um, uh, had a twelve core, three point six gigahertz processor, hmm. four ter- four uh, terabytes of storage, and okay. uh, two um, Radeon. 5870s, I want to say. And it just quit on you? Uh, no. Um, one of the kids brought a bowl of cereal downstairs, <laughs> dropped it, oh. hit the floor, and catapulted all the milk directly into <laughs> the cheese grater uh, front end. Oh, God, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I was going to say, that, that computer should not just up and quit on you. No. <laughs> oh, man, that's... That's painful. No, it was it, it was a beautiful beast, and it weighed like two hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, those things are not light. Oh man, but uh, I had a um, a uh, another one um, that wasn't quite as beefy as that one. Um, it only had a single video card in it, and um, I mean, it was it's still a pretty you know beasty thing. Um, my kids uh, start you know kind of got their first. Uh, taste of minecraft running that thing and are really spoiled by the performance <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> that sounds like it yeah it sounds like you're due for a new cheese grater then oh no yeah. kidding yeah those things are fancy i can't decide if i like those holes or not i i haven't seen one in person yet but i can't decide if i'm gonna be like freaked out by it or if i'm gonna think it's cool <laughs> yeah one of those phobias can't remember the name uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of that going on as well. Yeah. So since you've been part of SSG, you know, since the beginning, what what do you think is one of your favorite moments, you know, that you've got to experience being with the clan for 10 years now? Jeez. 
SSG, I'm let's see, thinking back over the years, I mean, it's it's really remarkable how much time it has gone by. Um, <laughs> it's uh, well, it's just staggering, you know. I I just think back, I was like, when did this all really begin, you know? And it was somewhere, you know, with TTL, it was in the mid you know, later side of mid 2000s, you know, 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. And, um, you know, and that was, you know, three, four something years. And, and now we're here, gosh, you know, to recall a certain moment, you know, from between then and now. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I'd say one of them that I really, uh, remember it's like gaming with SSG. Uh, and I think it was pretty early on into, you know, uh, into the whole forums and all that, jumping into a game and I'm and I'm rolling around on a warthog with the Gauss cannon, and it, you know it's it's uh you know it's kind of a mix. I think it's a mix of TTLers and a mix of SSG, and I think it yeah I think it was I think it was one of the earlier bigger times that that I got to play with you and I remember being pretty excited because I was just wrecking you guys with the Gauss cannon <laughs> and you guys were about it. and you guys were well, you guys were impressed you guys you guys were like we're not even mad I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm like yes they think I'm cool <laughs> but I mean that's how those mixers were right like I feel like. Or not, even just not even the mixers, but it, even when we were playing big team battle and playing all night in Halo Three, even if our win loss ratio, you know, was we were only twenty thirty percent wins, it was still fun. Like we you, we got done with it, oh, and yeah. typically you're not mad, you're not frustrated, you're not angry because it was just you're having a good time and you're playing with all your friends, you know, and especially you're just when, hanging out. Yeah, when you play those mixers, when you know we play with uh, you know SSG versus TTL and stuff like that, that was some some good probably the most intense games I've ever played because you just, you want to win because you know everybody on their team and, you know, it's intense. Yeah, yeah and, and when you kill somebody that you know, it's more fun. Yeah. Yeah, we we all just loved it. You know, just, it was great. You know, just, you know, even even the, the guy with the sniper rifle that's just, you know, leagues better than everybody, you know, you just, you know, you just, you just laugh. You know, it's good. It's fun. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. And, and the truth, to be honest, you know, it's great having someone like that to just rail on you because they make you better. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. And eventually, and to start beating them, and they're like, "Well, this isn't as fun anymore." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Now it's my turn." But uh, yeah, aside from that, um, it's really it's it's not so much uh, any big experiences. It's really the kind of experience that I that I've needed out of this out of this community in that community in this community delivering on that you know time and again. And that experience is the one where. You know, I get online and it's been forever. We get in a party, you know, we all, you know, play the game seriously, but we have fun regardless of whether we do well or not. You know, we might yeah. get crushed. We might dominate, you know, and it's, you know, fantastic when we dominate. But the important thing for me is no matter what's happening, you know, no matter, you know, who sticks who in the back of the head, you know, you know it's... <laughs> you know, a good time. And the, that's the, the escape that, you know, I look for when it comes to the community and to gaming in general, you know, it's like, 
have a good time, you know, because everything else is shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's 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 cut out a slice of uh, good time for ourselves and 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 you know, and everybody's just like-minded, you know, and everybody's different, you know, but at the same time, we're all there for the same reason, it's to have a good a good time and to make sure everybody else has a good time too. And to play the game in way the way it was intended, and uh, yeah, can't tell you how valuable that is. Um, just all those years and nights of just <laughs> good games, and that's what it's been all about for me. Yes, it is. That's right. So, what do you do outside of uh, outside of gaming? What do you do for work? So, <clears throat> I'm an IT manager. Um, okay. It's been many years being an IT technician, and then I started managing technicians. Um, uh, got the privilege of doing the IT work within the company of Nordstrom. Uh, they're a high-end fashion retail business, you know, the best there is really out there in the continental United States anyway. And um, and we've branched out into Canada <laughs> and, you know, trying to branch out even more. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, they uh, have their own IT, you know, which is really cool and, and not something you see a lot of anymore. Yeah, a lot of stuff is contracted out, and yeah. you know it was very, uh, very much, you know, actually a lot like how we like our online communities. You know, very positive, professional, like-minded, but also fun and imaginative. You know, not n- not stuck up. You know, you, you think about the fashion industry, and you know, you can you know you know picture quite a few flamboyant you know and and definitely nordstrom uh, corporate has that in leaps and bounds but everybody's really cool the butt heads are very few and uh, far in between and (laughs) that's good uh, to hear yeah and you know and so i managed to find myself a place to work you know that is very similar in some ways to the community that that i like to you know be around you know because we are we're a community of professionals and uh and it shows so how long have you worked there for? Um, this will be my 15th year. I uh, can't remember wow. what month, I think. Whoa. June or July. Maybe April? I can't remember. Wow. Well, congrats on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Too bad it's, uh, <laughs> it's <Wow. laughs> a threshold I'm probably going to uh, cross while I'm furloughed. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of that going around these days. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so that's what I do. I'm an IT manager for Nordstrom. Um, I support everything um, on their corporate campus. That's everything from their Macs to their PCs to the switches that uh, provide the infrastructure to the servers that are attached to those switches to the data centers that we have located on um, our campus as well. Everything top to bottom, front to back. So you have to deal with all the point of sales and all that kind of stuff too, I guess. Then, unfortunately, I don't have to deal with the point of sale very, very much. But yes, yes, I do. Um, in part because one of my main buildings is the flagship store one. That's where the you know the Nordstrom brothers sit, and that's where all the executives are. That's where the store is underneath all of them. Those four floors. Mm-hmm. It's really five floors, including the sub basement, but um, four floors of retail right there. Um, um, I don't directly have to go down and work on those registers need to do my guys um but every once in a while there's an emergency you know and also the infrastructure like i said that supports all of that that i do support 
So if that goes down, the store and the registers go down, and it's on me to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So we we've uh, <clears throat> we talked about you, you know, living in the Pacific Northwest. Is that where you grew up, or where were you born and raised at, or where yeah. you, and where have you spent most of your life? Yep. Um, I I joke around a little bit. I like to call myself a Pacific Northwest Islander. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, I have a cousin that lives in Hawaii, and it's a bit funnier when I tell the joke in front of her. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, so that's uh, Woodby Island, um, not far from where Seattle is. It's about an hour and a half drive from Seattle, two-hour drive-ish. Um, beautiful place, real boring place to be a teenager, but uh, it is beautiful. And, um, you know, kind of uh, got that mix of... You know, growing up as a farm boy, as a boy that grew up in the woods cutting lumber, um, also out on the sea fishing, and um, and then uh, went to a, schools that were very mixed because um, it is a Navy-based town. The would-be NAS is there. I grew up with huh. jets flying over my house. Um, the roar of a jet is actually something that was very soothing to me. It's... It sounds as soothing as like ocean waves to me because I live next door to a Navy air station, <laughs> one of the biggest ones we have. We got all these military brats, right? I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so <laughs> I am not a military brat. I'm I'm pure civilian, but I grew up with them, very close to them. So I might as well be, you know, in certain ways. But uh, hmm. um, yeah, yeah, it's funny you'll. You'll see the house that I grew up in. You'll see the Navy base, and you're like, yeah, it's, you'd be surprised we weren't deaf, you know, growing up. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we had our, our episode with Code Monkey, Simeon Chaos, and he said he grew up on a little island that, that, that was a military installation for the Navy, so that was that was pretty interesting, something we didn't know for sure. Yeah. Yeah, had no idea. Yeah, you, you see interesting things when you when you grow up like that. Um, I was aware of the existence of the um, the stealth fighter, not the stealth bomber, the stealth fighter, um, before it was publicly admitted to exist. Um, they were doing test flights over not over the top of my house. <laughs> so me and my little brother are standing out in the field watching this really cool, almost spaceship-looking jet fly around, you know. And, uh, Wait, you could see the stealth fighter? That doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, they they'd fly that bad boy right in because like the the landing strip is just right down the hill from my house. And it's like we literally lived overlooking the navy base. And um and I remember telling my friends at school about it and they didn't believe me, you know. A couple years later they it comes out in the newspaper exactly how I described it. And I'm like, "See? <laughs> <laughs> <I> told you." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what do you do outside of uh, gaming and work? What are your hobbies? Um, let's see here. Well, I still uh, I still homebrew a little bit. Um, shame, shamefully, not as much as I like I like to. But you've um, never sent me any beer. Just just reminding. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, it whenever I do brew it, it seems to get consumed before it can get sent anywhere. <laughs> not sure who does that. <laughs> Um, but uh, anyway, uh, besides homebrewing, um, uh, well, my house keeps me real busy. I don't know if I want to call it a hobby, but it's definitely something that keeps me busy. 
um, yard work, interior work, fixing things up. Um, you know, right now with the weather warming up, we get to, you know, get back to attending to the yard, and I like it. It's really uh, important to me to get out there in the, you know, the the green greens and the blue air and all that. Yeah, it's just, uh, I need to recharge, and nature is what does it for me. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Cool. I understand that all too well. So, have you always, I, I know you grew up in, in the area, and you've always lived there. Have you gotten an opportunity to travel? Have you gotten to leave the States, anything like that? Uh, a little bit here and there. For my honeymoon, me and uh, Jennifer went down to the Dominican Republic. That was amazing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we got a really cool spot, and um, just everything worked out really well. And because we were actually, you know, polite Americans, the people like were, like hooked us up and treated us really well. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I I was really embarrassed by the way a lot of my fellow Americans that were uh, attending the place, you know, acted and behaved and spoke. And... Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. It was pretty embarrassing. But uh, fortunately, they liked us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that's a win for you. Yeah. Kind of helps when you say please and thank you. It goes yeah, a long way. It goes a long it's way. It's the little things. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, that was an adventure, too, though. When we first landed there, um, like, the part where we get from the airport to our uh, resort was not really very clear or in English. Um, oh, yeah. So That happened to me in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> it was very difficult. Unfortunately, Spanish is my second language. And, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, the way that you speak there is a bit different. You know, it's not Spanish, Spanish. Um, well, there is no such thing as Spanish. Yeah, there's classroom Spanish. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, so I end up in this little propane-powered minivan with my wife. That's a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that is the best sentence yet to happen on SSG Speaks. I mean, that would be in a newsfeed for sure. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. Yeah, so it's it's me and my wife, and, and we're in this, yes, propane-powered minivan. And... Um, <laughs> and these like five or six other guys like and, and they're not big guys they, you know they're they're like they're, you know they're a little you know petite for a, you know, for a people but you know they're anyway uh, all wearing these yellow shirts so i think they're all working for the same company that you know seems to be bussing tourists around right you know <laughs> and so we start venturing off you know into the dominican republic in this vehicle with these guys and it's just me and my wife these guys <laughs> in the jungle apparently you know okay. it's very sure. very underdeveloped and um let, let's also describe it as war torn um you're driving past these you know <sighs> concrete structures with giant holes blown through them uh occasionally you see this guy these uh guys in these uh you know uniforms standing there with these what appear to be shotguns um and you're like, where am I? What is going on? And where are you taking me? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and also while we're going around, I'm looking through the paperwork and stuff and actually, you know, realize, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I realize this is, you know, uh, what I, this is the place, the name of the place I need to, you know, tell him where I'm going. Um, and it's good that I actually pointed out because he was taking us somewhere else. So, oh. so he's like, oh, okay, I know where you need to go. And actually, it sounded like it was closer. So he was happy about that. And so were we. Um, and uh, But I also have to mention, like, as we're going on this little journey, like, every once in a while, we're stopping just in the middle of nowhere. There's no, like, 
and and this is thick jungle. We're talking about like this, you know, dirt road, and the jungle is like you can't see through it thick. It's you're, you're you got walls of green on all around you, and these guys are stopping and just getting out at random. And sometimes you know, they'll stop and someone else will get on. So my wife's looking at me like, "What the hell is going on?" Right? And I'm looking at her like, <laughs> I'm looking at her like smiling like everything's fine, honey. And then like I'm, I'm joking with them in Spanish. I'm like, "Okay, they sound friendly enough. I don't think they're gonna harvest our organs, you know." But just in case, <laughs> just in case, I was keeping a strategically firm grip on my pencil. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway, long story short, we made it to the um, resort and it was amazing. Um, I spent like nine hundred dollars on this food package and it was worth it. Oh yeah, man, we nice. we did that in drinks the first night. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's the all-inclusive package where you just walk around the whole place. They have like five or six, seven, um, like four-star, five-star restaurants on on the resort. You know, it's. And it's just all on. You have the little bracelet for the for the food package, and you they just give it to you. you That's awesome. You ask for it, they give it to you. Bottles of wine, you know, whatever you want. You know, food. You know, exotic, French, Chinese, whatever. It was crazy. I am sorry. You got me ranting about my honeymoon. No, no. By all <laughs> means, man. Rant away. Is that the only place you've ever gotten to visit? Um, you know, not, that's probably the, the furthest and, and most exciting exotic place. Other than that, just a, a couple spots around the U S here and there. Okay. Um, I've been out to the East coast a little bit. I spent a little time in New, in New Jersey, um, doing a store upgrade out there one year. Um, I, I stopped out in Toronto, um, when I was a teenager for a bit, been up in Canada a few times over, um, well, British Columbia is just a few hours north of me, and when I turned 19, I was there every weekend. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's like me in Vegas once I turn 21. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anywhere in the world that you'd want to go? Any uh, dream destinations? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I, ever since I could walk, I've wanted to travel the world. Um, strangely enough, I didn't strike out to do that right away. I probably should have, but... I'll get it. I'll make up for it later. Uh, Japan, um, Ireland, uh, Scotland, uh, all over Europe, really. Um, um, all over Asia. Gosh, I mean, there's actually there's probably no place I don't want to go. <laughs> you got that wanderlust. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I think. Uh, yeah, I think if you asked me when I was a kid what I wanted to be, I'd probably. I think most often I said something to the tune of a National Geographic photographer. Oh, good call. That would be fun. Remy and I are both into photography, so we we definitely could share that passion. That's something yeah, we really like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm by no means skilled, but I love photography. <laughs> right on. So it sounds like you know you had a had an interesting honeymoon for sure. Um, and now <laughs> now that things are uh, are all settled down, what's the family life like now? I mean, how many kids do you have at home? I got three at home. I got my oldest Emma. Um, she's uh, yeah, twelve going on eighteen, and uh, oh god, I got one of those. Yeah, <laughs> and then I got Noah, and uh, he is ten. He is brilliant. He's a fantastic gamer, and it's really funny because I just see him 
you know, playing Fortnite and whatnot, and he's, like, doing these just insanely fast build tricks and just goes nuts, and, you know, and he still doesn't think he's any good. <laughs> I'm just like... See, it's, it's people like him that made me quit playing that stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like... I can shoot you just fine, but if I take five seconds to shoot you and you build the Taj Mahal... Yeah, no, I I played Fortnite pretty consistently because I liked playing with my kids. You know, my kids were playing it too. They're you know, so I was playing it and it was fun. And and no, I ended up running away with it. You know, and I and I got and I just couldn't do it anymore after season seven. I was just no, I'm just okay. I I can play the same game for a long time, but that was just too much. Season seven season, I was done. Um, Yeah, I think I tapped out in season four. And then. I uh, did an update, you know, a couple seasons later, you know, just to, you know, check it out. So, you know, because I see my son playing, I watch his screen, you know, and, and, you know, some cool stuff happens and stuff. So I'm like, okay, you know, let me try this out again. Just utterly decimated, like every step of the way, any (laughs) moment of the game, anywhere I landed, just it was not fun. I mean, like you can't land and not die. It's just like, like, um, never mind. (laughs) I don't like it. <laughs> no, no, and uh, and so I, uh, yeah, so I just tucked my tails and went back to Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I'm even worse at that game. I can actually hold my own in Fortnite. Yeah, see, the third person—that's what kills me at Fortnite. I don't like the third person and no aim down sight. I, I can't, I can't do it. So I have really been enjoying <laughs> Call of Duty lately. Yeah. Their free battle royale stuff. Yeah. Anyway, see, I, I'd like to try that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, but so yeah, Noah, um, he's a avid gamer. He's very smart and uh, super cool dude. And looking forward to uh, having him become a knight one day. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about it several times already. I mean, same goes for Emma too. She's she's a gamer girl too. You know, just not with Fortnite. She does you know Minecraft and some other stuff. But um, and then there's Lily, and she's the youngest. She's eight, and she is um, <laughs> uh, super cute, super energetic, and um, yeah, she's a uh, yeah, she's she's into gaming too. She loves Minecraft. Um, also does the Roblox. All the kids did Roblox at one point, but uh, and she she likes jumping on the first person shooters though too. Um, sometimes she'll uh, man. There was a while there where she kept like stealing the controller from me and playing Apex and. And uh, in Fortnite too, yeah. I mean, she played Fortnite too, you know, just on PC, on console, and you know, just a good sport about everything, you know. So I'm I'm pretty happy with my little uh, army of gamers here at, at home. So. <laughs> that is really cool. sounds like you've done them well. <laughs> yeah, my kids. That's awesome. My kids have recently, you know, in the last couple of months, got into Minecraft really, really big. They're eight and five, um, and it's been so cool to have them in the house and playing games and i think minecraft is the the perfect game for starting somebody who's never touched a controller like a child or even like you know an, an adult or something that's never really gamed in their life to start with minecraft because it's not intimidating like a first person shooter where you're going to be getting shot at and all that kind of stuff but you can get used to the dual joysticks and things like that and all the triggers yeah, so and all that simple. kind of stuff yeah because you can kind of go at your own pace right there's not there's right. not typically a threat um, in Minecraft all the time. So even even when you're in survival, you know you have the daytime, or you have if you have somebody else playing with you, you can build and do all that kind of stuff. But they can understand the mechanics of a controller 
and I'm hoping that will lead my kids into first person shooters and, and other genres and other games and stuff. But I think it was a good stepping block to get them started on and, and really get a good, you know, understanding of video games and controllers and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's been really cool. See my son he he loves video games, but oh god, he's he's only just recently started to get any good. And he's turning thirteen in two weeks. It's just I, I, w- I would look at him and say, how the hell is this my kid? I mean, I'm not wonderful at video games, but damn. Oh, yes. Uh, it's amazing how they uh, develop yeah. what skills they're going to have and what they won't. It's inevitable. The younger generation still shall, uh, shall surpass us. So we've only got a few minutes left in the podcast here. And I'm curious... We've talked about Fortnite, which is a very polarizing game. I'm curious to know if you have any guilty pleasure games, books, movies, TV shows, anything that you like to keep close to the chest. We're going to spill it all right now. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, um, let's see. Guilty pleasures. I'd say... Man, well, for a while there it was Fortnite. <laughs> um, let's say no, seriously. Yes, yeah, let me take. Let me answer this one seriously. So, I do love anime, and um, I am not what you would call um, a fan of fan service. You know, it seems to be a bit of a blight on otherwise really cool animes um, that I like to watch. Um, but um, and to those that are not super familiar with anime. Uh, fan service. What do you mean by fan service? Yeah, fan service is, uh, you know, is animation that is very, uh, you know, suggestive or lewd or, um, ah, okay. you know, gotcha. busty or, you know, you know. Something goes to be into. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know. Okay. Um, Got it. I got a good mental image. Yeah, thing. you know, so, <laughs> you know, so there's there's that kind of stuff that plagues, you know you know, some otherwise quality entertainment I like to enjoy. Sure. Um, um, so when I say I like anime, a lot of people would probably think my guilty pleasure would be, you know, some fan service or something like that. Well, no, I actually, my guilty pleasure is animes, um, that I come across that are really done well with their humor and their storyline, but they're also really innocent in their, in their humor and they pull it off. I like really, (laughs) You know, um, any examples you can throw out? Well, let's see here. Um, I know there's an anime called Gintama, which is probably the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my entire life, and it is so satirical and tongue-in-cheek and random and bizarre hmm. and just utterly hilarious. I, I just can't describe it. It's it's just so funny. Um, um, I'll have to check it out. There's running gags. Oh, man. I mean, like, it's not something that I recommend to people. This is why I say... <laughs> the... so, well, see, I, I like anime <laughs> on the surface, but it's always it always suffers from yeah. what I didn't know was called fan service and a lot of over-the-top. Yeah. I like the humor. I like a lot of the art. I like the the way it, it feels a lot of the times. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. But... Uh, like I loved Ruby. Ruby was a lot of fun for me to watch. Oh yeah, Ruby's a really good example. You know that one's very cutesy and you know cute. You know I don't know. I can't really come up with any other word that's 
Um, uh, it's well written. It's good. It's it's fun. Another recent example that it, that actually it's very recent and it's very good. Two recent examples, really quick here. I know we're running out of time. Um, there is, um, uh, is it not no game, no life. Um, it's a it's a it's a anime series about a, a young boy that is a game fanatic, and this starts out in the early '80s. Um, and um, and basically, it's a, a progression of gaming history, so it's super nostalgic to watch. But it's hmm. but it centers around the rivalry between this young boy who's just like he just he doesn't care about anything except for video games, and this girl who's like this mysterious quiet thing that doesn't talk and just shows up in an arcade one day and just crushes him in this video game. <laughs> and um, and it starts this rivalry and it's super cute and super sweet and there's um, it's it's total guilty pleasure for me because it's like really 40 year old grown man watching this <laughs> i'm like it's an anime there's nothing wrong with that i mean like nothing wrong with that at it's all. like to be fair like the characters are like my age and the you know when game when games were developing and coming up nintendo and playstation and and the and the, right. and the game or the joy game joy the the one you know the the japanese version of these things you know because that's uh-huh. what they're talking about it's super cool it's um but anyway, that's the kind of uh, animes that you'll come across. There's another one where it's a it's a new um, season almost of uh, the Sword Art Online anime. It's a very famous one. Mm-hmm. You either hate it or you love yeah. it. I think it's really cool, even though like they did some weird things with the sequels. But um, this one's got this girl that goes into this v- virtual MMO game. Decides she's going to put all her points into defense and ends up becoming this like super OP character in this game and and it's really it's really funny and you know it's nerdy you know in a game you know in a gaming world kind of way and yeah it's total guilty pleasure and I'm proud to admit it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure, Bolt. We need to uh, we need to get some games in sometime soon. Yes, absolutely. Um, I've got a lot of time on my hands nowadays. I am heavy in on Warzone, um, the free part. Um, I do not have the full game for Call of Duty. Um, don't think I'll be buying it, but um, I am enjoying this uh, battle royale and the different modes, including plunder. And uh, yeah, um, definitely, let's get some games in. Uh, thank you for yeah, drop me a line sometime. Yeah, thank you for bringing me in for this. Absolutely. Hey, appreciate you having coming, buddy. All right, guys. Yep. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed, and uh, we will catch you next time.